Hi, this is Brian Parker. I just want to touch base with you regarding uh, some of our videos and podcasts that say go to Podcast Plus. They, all the stuff, all the videos, all the podcasts are no longer carried on Podcast Plus. Frankly, it just became too much work and I just didn't have enough time. <laughs> so I created a membership website uh, collectionstoppermembership.com that has bundles and bundles of the ABCs of collection defense, how to handle specific debt collectors, how to handle validation, how to take stuff off your credit. Just tons of videos, tons of forms, tons of templates, and we charge a very nominal price compared to the enormous amount of content, content packed bundles, sites, and attachments. In a lot of the bundles, there's like three or four or five videos along with all the paperwork that goes along with that. We actually have a video selection that relies upon other videos and the paperwork. So, hey, for really a really good deal, go to collectionstoppermembership.com and while it won't be free, the investment will give you an enormous return on your investment dollar, and I hope it helps you. Thank you. All right, so the uh, second part of the ABCs of Debt Collection Defense are probably the most important of that four quadrant we talked about. We talked about the receiving the lawsuit and the settlement possibilities. Now we're into the counter affidavit, the answer, and the counterclaim. C's and A's. So, um, the settlement potential of the time when you were served and you go to pretrial is quite high, but now you've got to have them take you seriously. So the important thing that I told you before is to set the tone. And you did that by filing your answer when you said you would. So now you've got a little bit more respect and you've managed to get to the pretrial and you still haven't settled it. But when you answered it, you created the counter affidavit. This is a document that will travel with you from the very beginning of the answer all the way to trial. It is important for the purposes of this episode how important this is at trial, but that essentially is your opening and closing statement, at least preliminarily. So you want your counter affidavit to be the best and the most killer counter affidavit you can have. In most states, in an account stated statute lawsuit, you have to have a counter to that. For example, in Michigan, if you don't have a counter affidavit, you automatically lose. Um, it's a prima facie assumption that you 
have lost. All that is to be argued is the amount you owe if you don't do a counter affidavit. And that's the case in a lot of states. So whether it is or not, always have a counter affidavit backing up your answer, which will also back up your counterclaim. So the counter affidavit is the most important document you will ever file short of the importance of answering the lawsuit so that you don't get defaulted. I have so many videos on this. Killer affidavit, ASS account statute stated affidavit, how to do the counter affidavit, just counter affidavits out of the wazoo. So there's no excuse to not have a counter affidavit with your answer that also backs up your counterclaim. So as I said, the importance of the counter affidavit goes all the way to trial, which will be your fourth quadrant later on down the road and follows you through the discovery quadrant we're going to do. You don't want to be in front of the court. You don't want to be in front of the court. All right. It's not your friend. It's not your enemy, but the closer you get to the court, uh, there's like a statutory or mandated amount of days that you can be in front of a, for example, a district court. They get edgy and they want your case gone. And you better have a darn good backing of why, in their mind, you owe the debt and why aren't you paying it. So the counter affidavit counters the court too. The court, the court rules but you can soften the blow, turn the court your way again with this all-important counter affidavit. With the ABCs of debt collection defense, I've included at least three videos. Tons of counter affidavit examples for you to research and manipulate according to your needs and your state. You can't have an answer. I want that in your mind. Do not answer a lawsuit without a counter affidavit. The answer is secondly important, and that's why that's in this order. As far as importance goes, VIP is supposed to be counter affidavit number one. Your answer reflects the counter affidavit, and you will be going against their lawsuit, which is 99.9% it's total crap from the plaintiff. You're the D, you're going against the plaintiff. It's total crap. A collection lawsuit is total crap. It's rarely does it conform to facts and laws and the documents that they support the counter, the, their lawsuit with. Why? Because they file hundreds of thousands of these and is inefficient to take your lawsuit and conform it to every nuance in your life, account numbers, your real name. You'd be surprised how many lawsuits have the wrong name because they're banking on old, worn out, 10 year old information. They just pump these out knowing that 99, 90% are gonna default anyway, why take care? That's your, your gap, your hole that you can fill with the counter affidavit. So your answer should answer each allegation. Now, 
in one of my videos is included in this huge package. There's actually one called Lawsuit Hack. And you're, it just is condensing how you're going to go after the different aspects of their lawsuit. So their lawsuit is generic and BS. You're going to turn that into your favor. Their lawsuit isn't specific. You're going to turn it around and answer specifically. So you're approval seeking at this point, which is my number one strength. You're trying to get the court's approval. Your counter affidavit is the trial document. The answer is the trial document. But you're showing strength. You're showing might. You're showing reasons to respect you. You have to be a problem that they want to get rid of. That will help you in your settlement. So your answer should be full on, dead nuts, every allegation addressed. As I've told you in many videos, some of which will be included in this package, you just tear their lawsuit apart. It's usually from one to 12 allegations and you go down, true, true, false, false, false. Then you attack the false and the true you have to worry about, but the true is usually you live there or this is your name. So don't worry about the truth. They don't. You can, you're concerned about your truth, which is the truth. If you have a reason, a good faith reason, you want to file a counterclaim and it has many benefits. You'll settle a case. You'll cause them, them being the plaintiff debt collector to want to settle this because, uh, the client that they represent is going to be really concerned because now they got to spend more money chasing after this bad debt that they didn't pay any money for and their margins are small anyway. So that's not a reason. You don't do it unless you have a good faith claim, which generally you do. The counter affidavit, if you have a counter affidavit saying there's something wrong with their lawsuit, you automatically have a counterclaim. So counter, counterclaim. So it's C-A-A-C-C. -A -A -C. It's all C's and A's. So the court, which doesn't like you, just assume it doesn't, will now see you've got a counterclaim and there's a little bit respect. So this is the respect creator. I told you about the first quadrant we just talked about. You're garnering respect from the plaintiff. This is garnering respect from the plaintiff, the law firm, and the court. You got a chance. It's not right that you, as the recipient of the lawsuit, who doesn't have the burden of proof, has to climb this hill all the time. But climb the hill you must if you're going to ready yourself for a decent settlement or fight back. Or with your counterclaim, you're entitled to dollars if you're right on that. And that's a bargaining chip at the very least. You don't file it unless you have a good faith claim. But a counterclaim is a bargaining chip. Now they've got to answer. And check this out. Here's a weird nuance. And you'll see this in my counter affidavit, killer affidavit, account stage statute affidavit on how to do counter affidavits. At least in Michigan and probably in other states. So check this out. Read your statute. Read your law. Don't depend on this. This is research. But read the statute of your specific state. In Michigan, the way I read the law is if you do an affidavit 
Just as if you didn't respond to their account stated statute claim with your counter affidavit, you'd automatically lose. I read it on the counter claim, you're initiating a new lawsuit, which it is. That's a new lawsuit. They've got, I think in Michigan, it's 10 days to respond or they lose whatever you say you are owed. So what I do in my counterclaim, if it works in your state, great. You'll see, I'm gonna give you all the documents in this package. I say, you owe me $5,000. They have to respond to that. Now keep in mind, the whole thing emanates and is based upon the fact that they are a mill pumping hundreds of thousands of these lawsuits. And the affidavit that they accompanies the lawsuit to make it an account stated affidavit claim, is from another state. For example, if Midland funding, I have plenty of cases there. You can look, Minnesota, and you're in Michigan, or I'm in Florida, and there's a Las Vegas affidavit. That's because they've got a mill of affidavits of someone just going, sign here, sign here, sign here. They don't know what they're doing, reading. I, I depose these people that sign the bad guy's affidavits, the original affidavit, the account stated affidavit. They don't write that stuff. They barely read it. Well, they get away with that because nobody else does either. It's just, and then the court, when they default, you go, well, looks like you got an affidavit against you. You can take advantage of that. So you take advantage of my number one. You'll see me in the videos always say, what's my mantra? My mantra is use their paperwork against them. They provide you with chunks of defenses and abilities to sue them that does not come to light unless you shine a bright light on them and before they scurry under the rock, you start to impress this court that's none too impressed with you for not paying your bills. That's how I see that all the time. I, I just had a case. I was dead not right. <laughs> Judge said, yeah, but he didn't pay it. And I wanted to scream because that's not the question. The question is, do they have a right to sue you? And the answer is 99 times out of 10, no, they do not. But there's this natural bias and prejudice against anybody who doesn't pay their bills. But anyway, it's another horse to ride. So I'm concerned about you doing the right thing, avoiding a default. The counter affidavit is primo, mm, primo VIP. Very important, primo product, whatever you want to say. So I just want to emphasize how important that is. I've got videos, counterclaim, I've got videos, I've got paperwork. I will put counter affidavit attached, affidavits attached to my video, to the videos on the killer affidavits. You'll see where I've said, hey, you owe me $5,000. If that works in your state, don't use it unless it, I'm not practicing law or I'm not your attorney, the usual, and that's true. But if it works in your state, even if if you're not, if there's no rule against it, throw it in there. The key is to put them on their heels. All right. So use, as we said in the quadrant one, that first day you get the the lawsuit sucks. Now dust off, get back on the horse, and get that respect. And the first thing we did, we set the tone. Set the tone, baby. In the ABCs of debt collection defense, we set the tone. We keep setting the tone. And then we put them on their heels. We have a bargaining chip now. You'll be surprised how suddenly the 
attorney that is dismissive and doesn't care about you suddenly wants to talk. It happens, baby. So that's your wrap-up. Quadrant three. Again, we're doing one, two, today's two's quadrant, three, and then four. Quadrant three will be about discovery and getting, and you're going to be the summary disposition motion. That's what you have to worry about. As I always counsel you from day one, when I started doing these clunky videos where I've got headphones on and the bad mic and I look worse than I do now, <laughs> I would say to you, remember your three motions ahead. When you're in front of a court, think three deals ahead. So you're arguing with your counter affidavit with any appearance in court for this bad boy. This is on the horizon, the summary disposition motion. This is there, the plaintiff collection company and the debt buyer and the creditor are all focused on the summary disposition motion. So we have to focus on that too. And quadrant three discovery is the next bad boy that we have to get into. I've got plenty of videos. I'll talk to that in my next video. But you're on your way. You could have settled the case by now. You may. But if we get into quadrant three, Class 3, I'll show you what to do there along with videos, along with paperwork, and then we'll rock and roll. Okay, hope that was good. Monday morning, uh, I'm awake. Let's move. Thank you.